After following her irritated directions for over an hour, Drew Rodriguez finally had to give the voice inside the GPS some props, saying recalculating that many times had to be more annoying than hearing it. He flipped yet another U-turn without a thought for the legality of it all and headed down a side road. The casual atmosphere of the marina was better suited for people with nowhere to be and no one to find, and today that just wasn't him. Of course, he might be in a better mood if he hadn't spent the better part of the morning working his most recent thrilling case, searching for an escaped goat from the nearby county fair. The goat was clearly a master of disguise, and the other fair animals had apparently heard that snitches get stitches. He'd been knee-deep in hay and mud. God say it had only been mud, when Jenny had called, informing him that the shadowing project was a go, and they would begin on Monday. A shadowing project he knew nothing about, all information that contributed to him navigating a no-access road at the marina. He slowed considerably, easing down the path as gently as possible to appease the vengeful rocks. They did not appreciate his sacrifice. Tiny rocks pinged off the side of his car angrily as he traveled, but at the end of that unpaved nightmare, he finally found what he was looking for. The 32-foot cabin cruiser rocked slightly, gently fighting its solid moorings to the rickety dock. It was a juxtaposition of beauty and function, with ample space to hang out above deck, but small enough to operate Sand's crew. It also currently housed a traitor, a deadbeat, and his prey. Why he had to drive all the way out to the marina to wrangle his business partner was a mystery. Why he had to work on such a beautiful, sea-swept, sunshiny day was another. Why Jordan had let Mackenzie name such a beautiful ship the Work Bitch, well, that just proved that love was the greatest mystery of all. Since he could hear Gaga's applause clear through his rolled-up windows, he didn't worry about masking the sounds of his arrival. He parked and emerged from the car slowly, stretching until he heard a pop. The compact, sporty Mazda was good on gas, but hell on a six-foot-two frame. He beat a path through the clinging weeds and resistant sand until his booted feet hit solid wood and stomped up to the boat. Finding Mackenzie on board was a relatively simple task, seeing as how he was sprawled on a lounger near the prow of the boat. He was clad in red swim trunks, swinging one foot, his arms folded behind his head. He was decidedly suntanned, stomach flat and toned, light brown hair gone sandy. It looked like having a steady boyfriend was doing Mac good. 